You know what time it is, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh, you see what's going on right here. God damn it. Get the muscles in, bro. Get the muscles in. You got natural here, and you got steroids right there. <laughs> Two Gs in a pod, and we motherfucking back. We're back. George is alive and well, man. Everyone was worried about George. People texted me. How's George? How's George? Is he alive? And he's not answering my text messages. Big round of applause for me being alive. Big round of applause, man. I'm, I'm alive. I'm well, as you already know. I mean, I did a whole episode prior to this, but now we're officially back on track. George yeah. and I, George still looking this. This is what we look like, guys, except I'm not, I'm pulling a LeBron right now. I mean, I should be wearing a bandana to cover this shit too. Or you got to show the, all of the viewers, bro, what you want. No, nah, it's for. okay. I'll just post pictures. It's better. It's cause, so that I can like edit this shit out and put in fake hairlines and shit. Goldilocks over here, bro. <laughs> Except for you, it's called Greylocks. Yeah. Oh man. My new, favorite, <laughs> my, my, my new favorite color, George, listen, What up? I never, I usually don't mean it when I say this, but right now I'm going to say it. I actually missed you. Of I miss course, you. I miss you too. That's why, bro, on all of our chat groups, I see like George S left, George S left. I said, what the fuck is going on with this guy? That's and why everyone's talking shit about you in the Poutine League and everyone's like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? I said, I don't know, wait, man. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out real quick. Let, time out before, <laughs> I, before, the gun, before the guns come out for real because, yo, I'm ready to shoot someone right now. What I'm on earth are people? No what, are people what are people saying in the Quebec's favorite food league? What are they saying? What are they saying? So there's no shit talking. Everyone was just confused because they were asking about your opinion, and I said, "Guys, I hope you know, like George S. dipped the group," and they're like, "What the fuck?" But this is the same shit as every other group, the basketball group. Same shit. Everyone's like, "Man, what's on George again? Man, what is he doing?" Listen, we already got one. We don't need a second one. All right, it makes sense, does it not? And, and by the way, guys, he is not in a laundry basketball room. Basketball comes back next month, man. You better get your ass ready, bro. I'm there is no more basketball. Like. I'm canceling basketball forever, okay? Until racism is dead, until police brutality is dead. Look at him. He's laughing, guys. He's a Republican. Uh, he's a fucking Republican. Look at him. He's, what the fuck? Me, I'm a that, Look at that Republican-ass beard of his. Nah, he's a communist. Yeah, yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, go and iron a shirt while you're at it, too, goddammit. Fucking look at George, man. I, I barely even recognize that room. It looks like a boiler room now all of a sudden. Bro, like, no, this is the back of the man cave where we used to take I know. This is literally episode two. Oh, God. And he's got the corona, too. He's got the corona. Corona alert. Corona alert. COVID, corona. COVID. COVID, COVID, coughing and everything. George, like real talk, on a scale of one to ten, when all this shit started coming down at the end of January, beginning of February, how scared were you? Because for all you that don't know, George over here is the biggest germaphobe, OCD-ass motherfucker of life. I was scared for your mental health, honest to God. Well, I was already over, not overseas, but I was already out of the country at that point. So you can only imagine. Remember when I was in Florida? Ah, uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the South. You know what I mean? Now, now the NBA is trying to go, <laughs> yeah. go where I've been. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to copy my swag. Look at George still being all preoccupied and everything. I see you being... Listen, listen, listen. Before we get into you being occupied and being a busy man and all that, because I know there's a lot been going on on your end, uh, this is nothing new to me. I've always been OCD. You already know this. Like three, three quarters of our episodes is you calling me out on being OCD. I was even more scared for you because of COVID, because that's some serious yeah, well, shit. Well, and all the episodes that all of us were talking shit about, these fucking government workers smoking, coughing, walking off fucking... 
all over the place, you know? Oh, by the way, man, just for old time's sake, you know what I'm saying? It is a two G's in a pod podcast. We are on episode 44. Uh, I Okay, so let's do a little uh, rewind, okay, to, to the month of March. So by the time it, it became official where everyone needed to quarantine and social distance each other from the world, uh, I hadn't left my place in probably like a month and a half. I'm not even kidding. Like I already had my groceries on deck. And no, I didn't OD on, on toilet paper because I, I was actually running out of that. So by the time I went to the store to get me some, they didn't have any anymore. I couldn't even get a hold of no toilet paper. At first, I was wondering, like, why was everyone panicking about toilet paper? But it makes perfect sense, bro. And I, 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 like, I never thought about it until it hit me like an epiphany moment. All these motherfuckers are home a lot more than they would. So that means that, that they're shitting at home a lot more than they would. Oh, and instead of shitting. More toilet paper. Instead of bro. getting paid shitting in the government. Yeah, I got you. Exactly, I started it. Yeah, well, well, there was. That's actually new to me. That's the first time I'm, I'm hearing that. My the other story I was hearing was people confused the pandemic for uh, the apocalypse. So they thought, hey, let me go and uh, over over. Buy everything. Stuff. Yeah. Did you did you not see that one picture of somebody who put all of their like 48 packs in the entire like bathroom? So like the toilet seat was like the kingdom chair. It was the king's chair, right? And then it was just surrounded by like eight million rolls of toilet paper. It was it was horrible. So yeah, man, uh, I've I've just been kicking at home. I wasn't even seeing my own family. And what about you? Like, what was your situation like? Like, aside from being at home with your wife and your kid, like I was what? never at home. That's the problem, man. It was so, a tornado. So 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 for the people who have not yet listened to a freaking episode of this f- phenomenal show that we have called Two G's in a Pod, George is Abu Dawa. <laughs> George is Abu Dawa. Yeah, he's. Yo, chill, chill. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want YouTube and like all like all of these like uh, streaming people to like cut us out already just because you're trying to cut a line. Talking about like uh, the JC song, bro. They fucking uh, fucking hijack. Nah, <laughs> but 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 yeah, like George is a pharmacist who is an essential worker, which means he's more outside of the house than he is uh, than he's at home. So. Most deaf. You got you. You have to give me all of the in-depth situation. Like, what the fuck was going on for real? Because so you I, were literally there. You lived it. So I saw the most disgusting part of all of humanity, bro. That's number one. I'm telling you right now. And I'm not talking about people who are sick, coughing, sneezing, whatever. I'm just talking about stupid, selfish people, bro. Straight up. There were people. Uh, coming in, trying to hoard products, trying to buy fucking aloe vera gel for sunburns in February because they heard that if they mix that with isopropyl alcohol, it forms like a gel-like sanitizer. Uh, I even got a phone call from a patient. Well, actually, it's not even a patient of our pharmacy. She called me saying, how can you guys charge $13.99 for hand sanitizer? You know, you should be ashamed of it for like a big bottle, like a fuck, like a one liter fucking thing. Uh, Costco uh, edition. Yeah. How, how can you do that? You know, me and my husband are out of a job. I'm going to complain about you to the government. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Check these websites out. Boom. And I gave her all the websites that we order all of this shit from. And I said, check those prices. And she said, yeah, those are the same prices as yours. 
I said, yeah, that's who I bought them from, motherfucker. She goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just, I got so emotional. Just fucking people turning their backs on each other, man. People uh, trying to spread fucked up news about shit or wrong news, fake news as they call it. Mm, 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 And a lot of it is because people were not man enough to handle their own insecurities about their health and the virus. The people who were most, who were the loudest saying it was bullshit, it was fake, it was this, it was that, those are the most scared people. But they're so insecure that they have to come across and come up with this fake vase of, uh, of, of like defiance just to try to make themselves feel good. Like if I say this out loud, it's going to make me feel good. And I'm just looking at these motherfuckers like, who are you guys, man? You guys are not fucking healthcare people. You don't work on the front lines. You're fucking at home getting a $2,000 surf check and you're going on Amazon, going buck wild on fucking Amazon. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Which is why Jeff Bezos is on, is on part, like he's on track to being the first trillionaire, like coming real soon. Thanks to all you bozos out there going well, in. Instead of supporting local fucking businesses, they're out here on fucking Amazon. Yo, shout out to cousin Jimmer because he, he put me on the local business support right now. And, I, and as of... How? How so? Explain. Because he told me himself, like, he's been telling me uh, he no longer wants to support, like, all these uh, corporations, you know, like the uh, Starbucks, bro. the McDonald's, and okay. all those big names. Let's just stick to local business because without, with the pandemic happening, like, they're on, on the verge to, like, going, going away. Like, these guys, they, they need our support. They need people to purchase their, their goods, which is actually better than a lot of the corporations version, right? Like of whatever services they provide. Yep. Whether it's shawarma, like it doesn't even matter what it is. And as of like last week, that's what I've been doing. And so far, so good. It feels good, you know? So, keep down, it's like, fuck, it's costing me extra $2 for a hamburger, motherfuckers. Yo, man, are you still, are you still doing the, the e- eating green and eating all veganed up and everything? Because you don't look like you really changed. You still look like you're the same height sitting down and standing up at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, I see the biceps are still there. I see you still all oh, marbled up. Bro, they're actually growing, man. Like I've been hitting the gym here very hard, and I'm thankful that I had a home gym before it became a necessity. People were paying... 300 bucks for weights and all this crazy shit. So you have, so you have your own locally supported gym, basically, which is your own gym. Got you. You're supporting yourself. Got you. And and that's one business, George, that I was thinking about through this whole fucking thing. I feel bad for gyms. Who's going to want to go to a gym after this, bro? You kidding? Sweat and coughing and, 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 and they fucking touch their, their head with their sweaty hands on their sweaty head and touch motherfucking services. Nobody is going to want to go to the gym. Hell, even at Movadi, which is opening up, it's only by appointment only. Who's going to want to pay $80 a month to have to book appointments to go to the gym? So, like, gyms are really the business that I was thinking about here during phase one, phase two reopening. How the fuck are these guys going to, like... Get back in there, yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, man. But there's one thing that's been a blessing is traffic traffic yo yo that is the ultimate facts factual what fact, is fact, new, fact. baby that yeah, is fam the first two months of this covid i was 
no no car on the road dog i i was loving it i was loving it even the cops at the border like hey who are you where are you going pharmacist boom badge okay go ahead done god damn that was a big bitch slap to the streets right there holy shit you know speaking of bitch slap jordan speaking of bitch slap tell me about skype they had fucking 15 years bro to prepare for this and some motherfucking company called zoom comes in and just fucking takes Yo. The from the <laughs> this was skype bro this is what skype was was, was for right Fuck yeah bro. yeah by zoom motherfucker like come on man <laughs> i mean all i want to do is zoom 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 and a boom boom all i want to do is zoom when you hear this song, it makes you want to go back to the clubs, Corona or not. <laughs> when you hear that shit, and those but guys are Zoom, probably even worse than the than the gyms, man. But Zoom is such a good branding, dog. It's such a good name. Zoom meaning Zoom. This, bro. The other day for work, man, I was on a blue jeans meeting or like blue chips or some bullshit. I was like, what the fuck is that? Fuck blue jeans. Bro, like Zoom is, is is dope, but fucking Skype, bro. Honestly, man, you gotta feel pissed if you're the founder of Skype. This was your your fucking shit, bro. It's okay. Let him take the L, bro. Let him take the L. It's okay. I mean, people, he's he, he's not, they, or they rather, are not the only ones taking the L's currently right now. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think Charmaine, all of the toilet paper, Brent Lysol is definitely winning right now because I can't find a Lysol disinfectant spray for the life of me right now. I have them all, bro, at the pharmacies, dog. Whatever you need, let me know, man. All right, let me get that bro, 50, 60% discount, please. Honestly, man, our pharmacy was the first one, man, PPA, okay? Masks, visors, goggles, before all, any motherfuckers. I'm, 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 not, I'm tempted to go to the hospital and get those free masks. I'm not trying to pay $3.99 for a mask, which is I'm going to dispose in two hours. What's the point of doing that? I already... For a mask. Who the fuck's charging you that? Um, you... Are, are you guys not like charging a lot? Like they should be free 99 actually, to be really honest with you. Very, very <laughs> bluntly honest with you. Yeah, I'm serious. Bam. Our PPE is the, even for like box of gloves, gowns, all this. Sh- Man, even hospitals are buying from us, motherfucker. Get out of here, bro. So the hospitals, oh, wow. My shit expensive, bro. And then the next time I, I got a hold of a mask, would you believe this? Of all places, I got it at my mechanics. He's the one who got me a fucking mask to wear while I was getting my tires changed. Just and text me, motherfucker. What's wrong with you, cuz? Well, you really think you're gonna like allow me to go anywhere near your, your premises, bro? Like at your crib? Are you nuts? I'm not going there. Are Look, you we're kidding? I'll drop it off at your door, dog. Who would have thought who would have thought that a fucking pandemic would finally gather us via camera? Like who would have thought? It took a, a pandemic, dog. a coronavirus to get us on camera. Dog, I would have dropped, had my driver like drop it off at your crib with his full PPE business. Look at George talking like he's a fucking mafioso, jefe, jefe Jorge talking about my driver. What are you, Marcos? Bro, our pharmacies have been providing hand sanitizers, PPE, Lysol to businesses all across Ottawa, to dentist offices. All these motherfuckers, man. So, so you, you still skip the dishes and now it's skip the pharmacies? Really? You got DoorDash? You, you took over DoorDash too? All of uh, our drivers, bro, they drop in front of your door and they fucking knock, they dip. Y'all deliver food while you're at it too? You deliver me a nice little meal, a little sawarma or something? And your first, bitch. <laughs> so, George, when am I actually invited to the crib ever again? If it ever happens again, ever. Like, in all honesty, tell me. Anytime, bro. We have people... We have people coming 
in the backyard for barbecue, for swimming. It's all gravy, cuz. Oh, Fuckin shit. Come. So you're, you're, you're okay with that. George, Mr. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't, don't come anywhere near me. If you ever approach my son, I'll kill you for free. Like, yo. Yeah, well, it's still like that. I'll still kill you if you approach. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> yo, I bet you even your son's been asking about me like, yo, where's Juju? Where's George? Like, where's he at? Like, I'm his height now and shit. Like, so, yeah. and uh, the other fun piece of news is we are expecting baby number two in November. Yo! Oh, man. I was supposed to hit you with the, hit you with the, bow, 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 bow. Yo, uh, George. Do, yeah, what up? Like, major, major round of applause for that, man. Huge news. I knew he was going to come at some point in your life, but the fact that it's happening now just shows you how, how strong you guys are during these weird times. At least there's something positive that comes out of it. And in your case, you have a new, a new life coming really soon. Do we have dates already? Or is it like, eh, is it early stages? Uh, don't November know anything? 23rd, but... Uh, Damn, you yeah. trying to have your kid match your birthday and shit? Well, bro, that's, man, it's nuts. But you know what? Like, it's yeah. all up to God. Like, God willing, it all goes perfectly great. That's all that, that, That's all we care about, man. Yeah, God willing, man. That, that's, that is insane. That's it, George man. on baby number two, man. Wow. Wow. Like, are you, are, like, like, what's the, what's going to happen? Like, is it going to be the, the, the nerve, nervous level going to increase? Like, the excitement, obviously the excitement is going to increase, but already considering that you have one child and you have so many things to do, now it's just going to be double dosage, bro. Like, that's going to be insane. I feel like you're going to join me in the gray hair club soon, bro. Bro, man, it's already started. And that's why I got to get that height fade, bro. The height right. fade? To the, point the where, to the point where you're just going to shave it all off? Like, you might as well. You might as well just yeah. do that. There's just a lot of BS going on in the world. All of the negativity, you know, that I don't want to talk about that, but it just really irks my soul. And it bothers me even more considering that with all of the police brutality and all the racism going on, that it gets trending for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, the looting and like protesting, they happen for a short period of time. And then all of a sudden it goes away. Why? Why do we, why is that gone? Like, why can't we continue this shit eternally until we see a change? Of everything that has transpired, bro, in 2020, I think it's better if we try to focus on one thing that bugs you the most or that has affected you the most and then the same thing for me because there's so many topics that happened in the last three months we could go well over. for I, me for me even ahead. though it, even though it doesn't impact me directly because i've never experienced anything like that in my, in my life uh the police brutality man it's it's really upsetting it's so upsetting to the point where they don't even feel safe in their own skin, in their own country, in their own environment, even if they live in the safest parts of the neighborhood, they still feel like they're, they're being racially profiled rather. Like why, why is that? And like, listen, don't get me wrong. It happens a lot in the States, but it also happens here too. It happens way more there because that's what's being broadcasted more than ever in the news. But Canada is not any better. We've already discussed how Canada's racism is nicely hidden and camouflaged it's oh god he just he just admitted guys he finally admitted he's a racist george is a racist oh man i'm imitating the racist bitch i know i know they're they're oh, really god. bad it's really bad it's so bad like I, I i just get so upset 
No, no, no. You don't do that to me. You got to do that to the police, bro. You got to do that to the 12, to the pigs, to the bacon, to the all of that. All of them. All of them. I know it sounds really rough me saying that, which is why I might have to cut this part out. Because we do know that not every police officer is bad. But for all the good cops that are out there, I just wish that they can go out of their way and put the bad guys in their own place and, and, or teach them a lesson or just show them right from wrong and like get them out of this really bad mentality that they're in. Like why, why, why does that even exist? Why does it exist in the first place? Why do they do that? We have so much footage in the last month or two of all the things that has transpired literally in your face, seeing a black guy or a black woman or a black person period getting profiled by the police or getting, you know, violently treated. Like it's, it's so upsetting. I, I just, I don't know. It's really hard putting it in words. Like I, I, I'm just so amped up that I don't even know how to, how to, how to really talk about it in words because I've just seen uh, so much of it that I, I'm tired of seeing it, man. Like, I just wish that we can do something about it, but like what, okay, what can so be done? Fam, I want to ask you this question. Have you ever been the victim of uh, an uncomfortable police encounter? No, I am going to share a story where, where I have, um, twice, actually two times pre pre-marriage though. Right. Pre-marriage. Yeah. Of course. Of course. George is a whole different human being before. (laughs) Bro. It was a different animal because this, this same beast. Okay. Okay. Let's go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in hearing this. So the very first story was when I was driving my first, car that I bought with my own money. I was working as a busboy at Giovanni's. I saved up like 2,200 bucks. I bought a piece of crap Acura Integra, which is a legendary car, but this car was a piece of junk, but I was proud of it because that was my baby. That was my first baby. Right. And I remember once I was driving my dad's to go peel potatoes and I get pulled over and I'm like, why the fuck am I getting pulled over here, bro? I didn't pass red lights. I didn't speed. I'm going to my dad's. I'm doing all this stuff, you know? So I park and uncomfortably for five minutes, the cop like doesn't get out of the car. So right away you're thinking like, what the fuck's going on? He's fucking around. me. And obviously the whole thing was a fuck around because that's what he was doing. The cop ends up getting out of the car and he starts asking me like where I'm going how did I afford the car? All these fucking questions. And I said, and I kept telling him, I said, how is any of this pertinent? Tell me, tell me why I was stopped. And he would not answer that. And for any of you that want to know, if you ever get pulled over, it's a legal obligation for the cop to tell you why he's pulling you or why he or she is stopping you. Yeah. They don't need to ask you like, where are you going? They don't have to ask to go on your trunk or do any of this shit. No. So I tell him, well, I don't see how that's pertinent because you still don't tell me where, like, why I'm being pulled over. But if you must know, I'm, uh, I'm on the way to my dad's. I'm going to peel potatoes up the street. And he goes, okay, but it's a little bit late. I said, well, yeah, it's 10 o'clock, but my dad works late. He's there until 3 or 4 in the morning. So, yeah. And then he said, okay, can I get your license and your insurance? And I said, well, why? You know, you still didn't tell me why you put me <laughs> over. And the guy was a dick about it and he was pushy and he was really trying to just get my driver license and insurance. So then I, so then I told myself I have two things I could do. 
I could become like a freedom fighter and fight up against it and say, who do you think you are? I'm going to take you to the human rights tribunal. Do like the Karen bullshit, you know? But I said, no, you know what? I don't have anything to hide. And if I act like that, he's going to feel even more encouraged to do this to other guys who are not white like him, Arabs, blacks, whatever. So I said to myself, okay, I'm like, okay, well, I have my insurance paper and I have my wallet. I have everything in my trunk. So I was like, okay. And I also found this out later, but there's, but they're definitely not like any cop. Like if you open a trunk to get paperwork that he's, he or she's asking for, they're not supposed to be looking in your trunk, by the way. So I open my trunk and I have my school textbooks in there. And this fucking guy starts rifling through my shit in the trunk. And I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck is going on? He said, well, I just saw this textbook. This is like the same subject that I studied in school too, because I have an undergraduate in science and blah, blah, blah. In my head, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And if it's true, whatever. If it's you not failed. True, you know, you're probably bullshitting me. Yeah, you're a fucking cop anyways, but you're for the auto police. So anyways, I give him that stuff. He goes to the car. Meanwhile, he doesn't tell me why he's putting me over the whole time. He goes to his car. He's against punching it in. It comes clean. It's all good. He comes back. Okay, my friend, take care of yourself and have a good night. And I said, in a joking way, in a laughing way, because I didn't want to get in shit or start something. I said, you know, you didn't actually tell me like, the reason I was getting pulled over, but whatever. And I just walked in my car and then I got back. So just for me, anytime I watch like this bullshit happening against like black people or against people of color, anywhere, uh, I say, man, thank, like, thank God it didn't get worse than that, right? If, who knows if I was, if I had a different skin color uh, or like if I, for example, as an Indian man, you know, with a turban on, or I don't know what, it could have probably gone, gone a lot worse than that. The second instance was downtown. This was in broad daylight, packed. Like Dalhousie was packed. Me and a couple of friends were at Lone Star eating uh, downtown when it first opened there about six to seven years ago. And um, this is when everyone just started to, take their phones out and tape shit. Right. And there was these cops beating up these two people, like just beating them up. They were in handcuffs like that. He picked up this chick and he's fucking did the boom. And he slammed her on the hood of the car. Oh, me and my boys, we pulled out our phones and we, and we all were like taping the fucking partner came and slapped our phones like out of our hands like mm. slap them like this, every single one of our, our phones. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So that's like, all of these stories are like 1% of the things that like black people and a lot of people of color experience every single day. Um, and it's like, it's not even close to as bad, but just to know that a person could have lost their life after a fake, but not actually fake, like, bill when like the guy was trying to pay for something it's pretty whack to be honest so that so before we get into that rest in peace george floyd god rest his soul rest in peace brianna taylor rest in peace to uh, uh 
Uh, it, wait, George, is Brianna Taylor the one that was shot in her bedroom or something? That, that to me, like, listen, they're all bad stories, but this one, it goes beyond, bro. This was a paramedic who was in the bed with her husband or some shit. Yeah. And you just go in like that? What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Yeah, and, and although it's not police-related, uh, Ahmed uh, Arbery as well, rest in peace to him. Very, 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 very sad. Yep. And it's even sadder that it came to light a few months later. Same with Breonna Taylor. It took a few months for this to come to light after the fact that it, after the matter that it happened. And, and I, I don't know why they try to sweep these things under the rug. And then George Floyd, I didn't, I, I didn't have the heart. I didn't have the stomach, man. I didn't have any, any energy whatsoever to look at this footage, to watch the footage of him, you know, being put on the ground like that. that. Say that again. But did you actually watch the video? No, I did not watch it. I, I, I seen thumbnails and the thumbnails of the guy putting his knee, his hands in his pockets while he's kneeing the guy was already upsetting enough. That sickened me, right? You know, thankfully nothing worse happened to you, but I'm just saying this right now. It may sound blunt. It may sound corny. Not even corny. It just sounds very shitty. It's shitty to say this, but if you were a darker complexion, it could have gone much worse, much worse for you. Okay. Like this is what I'm seeing every single day uh, through videos, through the internet, through the news where it's at a point now where you don't, you, you're complying with the police and it's still not good enough. You put your hands up and it's still not good enough. And then they Bro, still want to use violence. The person on is you. screaming. I can't breathe. Fuck it. Like, like hello. Like that is enough. And the most like damning footage was when the fucker was was like out on bail before he got like formally arrested. Uh, I saw a video on IG of like 150 cops like yeah. protecting yeah. his house, dog. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing, man? You guys are fucking jokes, man. Straight up. Systematic racism and it's straight racism in your face and. There's still a lot of these people till this very day. I'm still seeing footage of white people who are being white supremacists. And it's a whole area of Confederate flags everywhere and KKK this. And, oh, I hope you get hung that. It's just so cringy and it's so, it's depressing. It's depressing. I know. Like, don't, like, don't you get enough of seeing like footage of like police brutality and white people who are anti-black and that are just displaying their full racism? Well, bro, it's still happening now. There was a black NASCAR driver. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, where they had like a hanging rope in his garage. Now the FBI apparently investigated and said that it was a standard thing in everyone's cars. I don't know if I believe that shit. But man, what what, what what can we believe in anymore? Like, what is there to believe in, George? Tell me, like, what do you believe anymore? Like, even the even the WHO are like getting scrutinized now, and they're saying shit that people are criticizing them for, and like, and these are supposed to be the official sources for what's going on right now, right? The World so, Health Organization. George, uh, from all your friends or the people you know or knew. Did anyone come forward so far and either a admit that they that they did these like terrible things or thought these terrible things, or 
on the flip side, do you know anyone that was deeply affected by this because of their own experiences of either cops or just in general, like white people absolutely shitting on them? No, I've never, I've never, I, I've spoken to a few friends. I've spoken to my family about it and I've expressed my anger and my, and my uh, disappointment in all of this. And the fact that it's been going on for ages, like this isn't new. This isn't anything new. It's been happening since forever. That story that happened on Dalhousie. So this was happening while you were already at the restaurant. Broad daylight, bro. Like where the these cop, two, where the two people getting brutalized by the police, they, saw were it, they were what? They were not black. They were not black. I don't know what they were, bro, but they were not black. I'm not sure if they were like 100% white or if they, I think, bro, which is like just as bad. I think these people were homeless, dog. And I think the cops were just acting like assholes and trying to pin them on like drugs or buying drugs or stupid shit like that, which is a waste of the time and the energy and the taxpayer dollars, bro. Like that's not what we like care to pay cops for, bro. Like I don't want cops fucking doing this shit, uh, going like body plexing, bro. Like I'm telling you right now, when I tell you it was a suplex, George, like, fucking person chained up the cop puts their arms like this through the hole here that is formed both sides so he has a grip fucking like this boom on the hood and then again boom again on the hood like why the fuck are you gonna do that to somebody yo that's some that's a brock lesnar move man what the it hell was, it was some brock shit bro it was it was sad it was sad for sure just and hearing that uh, hearing that is is upsetting man like now is we've gone to the point where there's talks of abolishing police. There's people who are for the you know abolishing the police, and then there's people no. who want to de- wait. Wait, hold up, hold up. Then yeah. we got we got a population of people who want to defund the police and try to you know switch it for more resourceful, absolutely uh, things that are more that that, that help people more than the police do. That because the whole purpose of police is what protect and serve. Who are you protecting? Who are you serving? Cause uh, the important thing, the important thing to know here is that cops are not meant to know how to intervene in every single situation. Uh, I don't know if you watched the video that just came out of the nursing student, Miss Wang, who was beaten up by a female cop here in Canada and, and like dragged through the hallway, bro. They they. They got their hands on the hallway camera. It's sickening. So apparently, if you don't know what the story is, George or any of the viewers out there, there was uh, like a nursing student who was under immense stress and was having a mental breakdown. So her boyfriend called the cops to come and help. And this is where defunding the police would have come uh, in like, like, been a perfect opportunity for the cops for the cops not to intervene here instead defund that aspect don't expect them to know how to de-escalate every situation because they don't instead contact a mental health worker or social worker show up to the crib i tell her hey explain to me what's going on how are you feeling things like that that's how you defund the police so i'm actually for it but as long as we don't just defund and not actually replace it 
because if we just cut back and we don't actually replace it with other task forces for like mental health and all this shit, especially with everything with COVID, like people's mental health right now are extremely fragile. Yeah, it would be pointless if you defund and don't uh, come with an alternative, which is good for the people. This story, are you referring to the girl in Toronto who fell to her death? No, no, no. I'm talking about a Chinese girl. Oh. It just happened a few days ago, bro. There oh, was no. a Chinese girl and she's a nursing student. And I don't know if the girl was undergoing like a lot of stress because her studies were on hold or she had to go and do like do uh, like on the job training at hospitals around patients. But there was something going on in her life that was so stressful. She had a mental breakdown. She, I heard she like locked herself in the bathroom or closet like the boyfriend was panicking so obviously what else do you do if you can't call the family and unfortunately and this is not like a racist thing is the truth sometimes for like an asian person the last person that they want you to call on them are their parents right because like at the very least they don't want to get like crapped on by their parents so this so he's like okay who else am i gonna call i don't want her to get shit on by her family right so okay i'm gonna call the cops maybe the cops will come and talk her down and 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 ended up this female canadian cop just came fucking pulled her by the hair and bro you can see the video pulled her by the hair kicked her in the head like broke her her like nose bridge she she had black eyes she had like like a dislocated shoulder like what the fuck bro when a person's going through mental health crisis that's the last thing (laughs) You know, that, that's, that's, that's the last motherfucking thing you want to do to somebody, Doug. I don't want to completely get rid of them because I know that there's still some good, good, good cops out there. We have a few bad apples, but the thing is, the few bad apples seems like it's more than what it really is. But it's because it's, it's all what we want to see, right? Like everything that gets broadcasted is always negative based, right? Yep. Ne- negative, 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 negative. And that's what people, it's like, it's, that's all we're, we, we revolve around that and we're, it's like, uh, like a magnet, right? Like magnetized towards that shit. I don't want to see that. Like, show us what all the all the good deeds that the good cops have been doing. Like, I've seen some. It's just that it it doesn't outweigh the bad. The bad outweighs way more. So, with that being said, it, it I'm gonna say this because it does lead a little bit towards what's going on right now with the NBA. I know NBA is your favorite league, your favorite association, and your your favorite sport is basketball, George. But you know what? Can't blame Kyrie Irving for how he feels at all. In fact, take as long as you guys want, man. Like I know right now the decision is that they want to reschedule the season uh, for end of July and then get, you know, finish resume the season until October. If it listen, if it were up to the fa- if it was up to me, I would just put that shit on hiatus for as long as you want, as long as you need to until things get better. Okay, not even just for police brutality, but even for health's sake. Because look, we just got Mr. Transformation Man, the the Joker, just got tested positive for 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 COVID for coronavirus. That's Nikola Jokic for those oh. who don't know. He just got tested in Serbia. It's like damn, and we were all clowning. Everybody, the whole world was clowning. Uh, you know, Rudy Gobert. But then, like after him, everybody started getting in, like one after the other. It was like a domino effect. I have now a what? lot of opinions about this. Of course you do. Let's go. Uh, Let's hear it. Let's hear it. You sound off, bro. Blast off. I have like fluctuated between saying who the fuck is Kyrie, your joke to 
saying, no, I understand him. He has a point. Like I'm going back and forth. So even by the hour, my opinion is changing. Okay. <laughs> Taking away the subjectivity, obviously as a fan, as a diehard, I'm a bit selfish. And I would say like, I want it to actually return. I know I'm like, delusional, but I think the heat is actually like a title like is is it is a title like like is is a Contender. team that's within contention of getting to the finals. No, I don't want to say title contender. Getting to the finals or getting to at least the Eastern Conference Finals because they beat Philly. They beat all of the best. They beat like bro. They smoked the Toronto Raptors twice. The only team that they haven't beat yet in the Eastern Conference is the Boston Celtics. They have their number, you know. Anyways, taking all that aside, okay. Two things. Number one, Kyrie has every means and every right to say, whoa, chill, this is our time to be silent. I get it because when you're silent, the billionaires are going to lose money. And in the world, if you want to make waves, the billionaires have to, have to lose money. Because you know what happens when the billionaires lose money, bro? Excuse me. They call the Congress people. And they call the president and they call the senators and they call this person and that person. Hey, I think we should do something. I think we should do something. And they don't want to lose money. So he's right. He has all the sensibilities in the world right now to say being silent is not helping. However, I'm jostling between that and the other end of the coin is don't just be silent. Act. If you want to play basketball, cool, but do something as well. Act. Or don't play, but don't be silent either. Like, so I don't like that approach from Kyrie. I like the idea of he and all of the mega stars, the LeBrons, the this, the that, everyone banding together and demanding uh, some evidence that, like, Black Lives Matter. Not just having a fucking uh, a suit... Uh, post a fucking piece of paper saying, oh, Black Lives Matter, you know? No, mm -hmm. man. Demand something. Play if you want, but don't play, but demand something. Don't just sit in silence, like, as has been advised by people like Dwight and Kyrie and whatever. The other end, so there's a third perspective here, is Kyrie has never done anything. He has never advocated for for the players he has never he's been a loose cannon talking about flat earth and this and that and whatever whatever okay and people now are hating on lebron because he's staying relatively silent man this guy can stay silent as much as he wants okay and i'm not just saying this as as a, as as a lover of braun because i love braun right i love braun he's he's, he's one of He's probably the best player that I've ever seen. You, you don't have to explain it to me. I already know your, your, your dick writing moves yes, for him, bro. Definitely. That's okay. But, but, anyways, this, yeah. but he's been the most outspoken on anything that has to do with justice. Has he not? In like the 15 years that you've seen him, him, him play, he's went on the podium, tried to convince people in front of Hillary Clinton to vote for her party. He's um, opening up schools to empower black people. He's put like millions and millions of dollars to black charities, black causes. He, he's, he's, a, he's a co-funder of like the Kaepernick 
fund which is helping families that have lost people due to cops come back, go at them. And he's done so much shit, okay? I can't hate him either. If the guy wants to play, he, he knows he doesn't have a lot of chances left, bro. He has like a closing window. So obviously he's going to want to try to play. So I can't hate on that. So there's three ends of the fucking coin. You play and you understand play. And I got to give props to Adam Silver who said, anyone wants to play, play. If you don't want to play, that's fine. That's fine. There's not going to be any fines actually levied out. Mad props to Adam Silver for that. Other, other, other aspect is you don't play or you play, doesn't matter, but you push and you try to make waves. And then the other thing is you make, make a silent protest. So I see all ends of the coin, you know, it's tough, man. It's, it's fucking hard. There's, there's nothing stopping these athletes for, uh, from fighting for a cause and what they believe in just like the same way players from the past, like Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's why I want to give big shout outs to those guys. Cause those guys were going through things back in the sixties and seventies and they were fighting for a cause as well. So, but it's a shame too, George, cause all of these causes that these old timers have been fighting for are still around, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, bro. I know. It's pathetic, man. If I was Bill Russell, I would say, "Man, fuck this, man. Fuck this. This is stupid, man." And then when they brought that uh, story to light, well, this the 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 real life event of the Tulsa violent, the brutal violence that happened a uh, hundred years ago, well, back in nineteen twenty one, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I believe the like Russell Westbrook is trying to make a documentary on that, and uh, they shed like they brought that to light just to for people to remind people of like this been going on for a whole century now. Yeah. And I actually want to to read more about that or watch more on that because I really want to get as much information as I can to really understand the whole history of all this because right now everything is just social media based and there's a lot of ambiguous things that are out there there's a lot of you know uh sketchy news that might need some fact checking because a lot of like look at look at the goddamn president for christ's sakes when if they if they start looing we start the shoot like wh- where did he who thinks of that who who says shit like that bro the guy said earlier today he wants to uh decrease the frequency of covid testing because it's making of the numbers uh, for for his country it look bad. Can you believe that? Can you uh, believe that? Listen, listen, listen. Fam, listen. fam, I'm telling you right now, if America still like elects him to be president, there has to be a reset button, bro. We just gotta press like that on the whole country, bro. The whole country has to do do a do a serious reset. Cause that's some fucked up shit, bro. I, I wanna do a reset on 2020 altogether can we do that are you down with me with that like would you be down to just cancel this whole year cancel even the episodes we had i don't care we'll redo them it's okay just cancel this whole year in fact cancel our birthdays too like it makes us like yo like bring me back to a year younger right like i, I don't want to i don't want to be this age right now like just cancel the whole year because bam, not bam. a single positive thing came out of it it's really really i can count on one hand the amount of positive things that have happened this year fam the by far like okay i'm sure there's been a lot of stories bro that you heard the most disturbing story that i heard against blacks is in the early 1900s at carnivals on sundays after church people would go to church pray walk over to the carnivals and there was attractions at the carnivals 
which included white people, Caucasian people, throwing baseballs at a black baby from a distance. And whoever hits the baby gets points and they win a prize. And there's a bonus round where they would make the black kid's mother breastfeed, fill his stomach with milk, and any of the whites that threw the baseball at the stomach and made him vomit would get an additional bonus prize. Uh, the most that had to be the most disturbing thing just to visualize a little two or three like just just to visualize a kid like my son's age getting baseballs thrown at him by adults for fun it like enrages me dog it like it enrages me on what earth do we think that that's okay man like what earth is this bro you know what i mean um, and we live in a cruel world where there's a lot of selfishness, a lot of hatred, a lot of envy, a lot of jealousy, a lot of everything. You know, there's a lot. Yes, right now, a lot of the deaths that we're seeing is based on the, you know, the, the coronavirus. Rest in peace to uh, to Kat's mom, man. Yo, that was really upsetting to hear too, man. That was really upsetting. You know what I mean? Like, she, she's not even not even that old. Like, she was a young woman. Like, I thought the whole thing. Uh, the people who were more at risk were the younger crowd, but mostly the old senior citizens, like 65, 70 year old, seven years old and up. Now you got Fred, the godson, rest in peace, a super young, talented MC from New York. If you, if you haven't heard of Fred, the godson, he's a, oh. he's a rapper from New York who was on the double XL cover a while back, the freshman list. He passed away from the Corona. But the thing is, is he, I think he was also struggling with health problems so if anyone who has health problems, you're the expert here. If you have a health problem, you're more at risk at getting something and then not going, not you actually uh, kind of surviving, getting positive from Corona. Uh -huh. if I, I don't know if I worded that correctly, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. Sorry. I, can you explain it again, bro? Because, I'm saying like, like, like for like the people who, who already have health problems, they're yeah. more, they're like more at risk of, getting worse situations like actually dying they're more likely to die regardless of their age like am i wrong or i i mean it's not wrong it's right the problem is bro is that it's very like the whole virus has been so confusing for people and the reason being bro is because people don't know anything about it right so at first they said it can go through air it can it can affect people. Then they said, no, it can't. Then they said it can live on services for up to three to five days. And everyone was panicking, going by Lysol, doing everything. And they said, oh, actually, no, you know what? Wait a second. No, actually, it can't. Like, it dies pretty soon, especially on things like metal. So, no, it's fine. You know what I mean? So, people were all over the place, bro. So, um, it, I mean, any infection is worse in a person who is immunocompromised anyone can be for sure yeah however um it's not actually like it's not worth taking a chance right because anyone 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 can get sick with this and even if they don't have active infection they can pass it off to their to all of their loved ones who could potentially die and that's the problem in all this, right, bro? It's not just that we care about, uh, like, not 
getting sick ourselves, who are we going to give it to, right? So uh, it's tough, man. It, it, it is fucking tough for sure, bro. It's tough. Sure. With all with all that being said, George, are you still following the uh, the safety measures of you know being high, clean, washing your hands right when you come into the house? Especially you, considering that you work at a pharmacy, do you shower immediately? So I go safety? upstairs like direct. I don't even so I like I don't let my wife go in the second shower upstairs. So she has her own shower, and Ooh. I have my own. Ballin, okay. And this is my shower for when I come home, bro. So when I come home, uh, I don't say hi to my son. I don't say hi to anyone. I go like right upstairs. And then your, your clothes in the laundry too or not? Everything goes direct. Yeah. Everything goes in its own pile. And then like, I sanitize, wash it at the end of that week. But it, but it goes in a pile where like nobody walks through. Got you. Okay. So you yeah, really bro. are taking the extra measure. That's really good, man. Uh, because because now we're a few months in and at the beginning it was extreme, right? Like everybody would spray. It went to the point where I was spraying under like my soles of my shoes, my boots. You know, I was still spraying those but with the light. Nobody on. knew about it, right? Yeah. And then and then I was always wearing gloves or I would take baby wipes and touch handles with that instead of touch do, doing direct contact. And uh, I now it's not as much, but I still, you know me, my OCD-ness, as soon as I get back home, bro, the first thing I'm doing is I wash my hands for 30 seconds, not even 20. I sing happy birthday and a half. I sing happy birthday two times, actually. That's what I do. Oh, so the actual thing that, that is best, like technically, and this is what we've been told, is like the alphabet twice. So A, B, C, D, all the way to Z, two times. Two times, goddamn! Like, but but at what speed though? You know what I mean? Like, because we, well, have, like, we got kids. Like a speed, you know. Oh, okay. So we don't have to sing "Elay but Asr Tanura." I thought that. No, exactly. I, I I think the ABC the alphabet song is longer than "Elay but Asr Tanura." It is for sure. So so uh, George, so right now, if I were to ask you, well, even though you are getting what you want, like there's the selfish side of you is getting what you want. The NBA is coming back, but. Are you still I don't as think so, bro? No, no, no. I don't think so, man. But I they announced it. Really, uh, still, bro. I think it's really soon for anyone to actually say that. Honest to God. I, even though, even though Woj himself officially announced it, July thirty. Bro, do you think the players are gonna? I I don't know, man. It depends. Like they have a good opportunity right now, bro. They have a great opportunity right now to actually do something like solid, bro. I don't know. They, they should, listen, this is coming straight from my heart. They, they should just stay away from it for a while. I know there's other sports and uh, uh, entertainment that are still going out there. Like, for example, wrestling. Wrestling never stopped. And uh, the way they operated was by going to the performance center instead of going to arenas. Who's uh, this? WWE. Okay, yeah. And now, today, what they've done to improve their work is they pipe in, like, noise, uh, crowd sounds, crowd noises and shit like that. So they're putting, they're putting like fake so, like sound effects. In fact, they even have some of their talent go in the crowd to make it look like as if they are the, the fans. They're going in. Uh, soccer is doing the same thing. I just saw it right now. I saw it the other day. My cousin showed me uh, a live game where they put like CGI fake heads in the crowd with sounds, which actually helps. Apparently, it helps the players 
perform better? Does that make any sense? Like, it's weird. Like, the power of the people, man, when it comes to entertainment and sports, bro. Like, it's, 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 when I, when I think about it right now, it makes a huge difference. Like, now I, now I see why, now I, I get why a lot of basketball players, they feed off of the crowd's energy. Yeah. How much you want to bet if LeBron never played with a crowd? He wouldn't be at this level where he's at today. I feel like uh, a crowd really. I think he would have been better. I think if anything, the crowd, the hype, the sound, the noise, the, bo- the booing food, shit. Yeah. I think that does get to him, bro. Especially when he's at the free throw line. Uh, I've been watching a lot of old games, man. Like a lot of old games, and man, uh, there are games where you could tell he's getting booed because he's on the Heat, right? And that was like the most hated team. Yeah, the villain. He's getting booed like crazy and. He's like a clanking, like easy fucking shots, and he's not hitting free throws. Now, he still was a fucking a beast. And if you yeah. want to see. Hit him, hit him. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, don't, don't. he's going to bring the damn poster out. I know exactly what poster he's taking out. The fucking Dollarama poster. Yeah, the Dollar Trio. Look, I'm, the best part about that is my reflection. <laughs> I love that. Please. How how oh, you know how bro, disrespectful that bro. is? You haven't even framed it yet. The only damn shame with this shit is look, the bums Pat Riley put on the team the first year. They put fucking Carlos Arroyo, bro, yeah, such a shitty point guard. Yeah. They put Big Z, Zidrunas Ilgauskas. Yeah, but he was fo- he was LeBron's journeyman follow man, right? He was following him. Trash, bro, trash. He and the rest of that team. Didn't do shit against Dallas. They could have helped. I know everyone was hating on Braun. The only guy who was playing up to his mark was D-Wade, bro. That's it. So now that the uh, the last dance is uh, under wraps and it's finally out and all the episodes are out, and I know your ass watched that shit. I don't need to ask you. Of course. You. But did you binge it all in one shot or... Or like me every week, as soon as the episodes were off, bro, you watched them. Oh, no. Me was a weekly basis thing. It was yeah, just like you. But no, here's the real important question. With all that considered and that the whole documentary is out and you watched it, do you still think LeBron is the greatest after yes. seeing all of that, what you've witnessed yes. with Michael Jordan? Yes, I do. I'm going to go ahead and end more- this. I'm going to end this podcast and cancel your ass for the rest of your life. How dare you? How so- fucking dare you? So I think you're falling for the Get those steroids out of your brain, bro. Bro, (laughs) Tony, man, look at me, man. (laughs) No. Say what you got to say so I can smack the shit out of you. Go ahead, man. What What is it? I think you're drinking the MJ sauce. He reportedly said he was going to come out with this shit in 2016 after LeBron won the for Cleveland. Sure. Because the guy felt his throne was getting getting threatened. So this thing was not a documentary, bro. This was a story by MJ. Everything made everyone else sound horrible. Horace Grant, Pippen seemed like, like a bitch, even though he's the fucking reason MJ won those chips. Yeah, I said it. Pippen all day. Number 33, motherfuckers. So, uh... Get a little and, guy, man. <laughs> no, no. I think people like you... People like me. Were, were the target audience for MJ when he came out with his doc. He said, oh, if there's anyone who's wavering, I'm going to get them back. I'm going to make them. Man, being the best NBA player of all time, my friend, is not just getting like six rings uh, and six NBA Finals MVPs. I don't care. 
it's yeah, being it's it is being a champion, but it's also elevating your your all of your teammates, being uh, a great teammate yourself, being known as a, as one of the best teammates because you're on the bus with these guys, you're on the plane with these guys, and it's doing shit outside of basketball. Honestly, that's what I think. So. LBJ going up, doing schools, doing all this stuff is, is great. MJ was a pussy bitch who did not want to make his voice heard. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to drink that sauce right now. You can give LeBron all the humanitarian awards all you want, George, okay? Get that bullshit out of here, okay? We're talking about the greatest basketball player, not the greatest human, okay? I'm going to be unbiased right LeBron here. If we, if we had to compare them as people, okay, sure, LeBron is. Yeah, LeBron has done a lot more, at least everything that's been documented. Michael Jordan, we don't really see much about what Jordan has done for the people. Uh, I mean, until recently where he donated $100 million, right? Which is great. Shout out to him for doing that. But George, there's a lot of bias in you, man. Like, you're way too freaking biased. If you had to go pound for pound and, like, just the whole... First of all, I, I don't even want... I feel like it's... We still have to wait a little bit because LeBron isn't even done yet. I, I would rather wait until his career is officially over so we can really compare that shit together. But, I mean, he's played more years than Jordan has, right? He has. And I'm really impressed with the fact that he's still capable of playing at this level coming into year 17 at the age of 35, going on 36, with now his full gray fucking Santa Claus beard that he has and his little Frank Ocean bandana that he puts on his head. But at the end of the day, Michael Jordan's better. His career, he had a better career than LeBron James did. But MJ against him... In a game, I'm sorry. Like, I'm picking LeBron 100%. Listen, man, Jordan... He's going to bully his ass. He's going to bully his ass. I'm telling you right now. Jordan, Jordan needed those players, but those players needed Jordan more than Jordan needed them. Okay? No, I don't believe that. No, I'm sorry, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm actually... I'm upset for LeBron for a few reasons. Like, I'm upset that... Because in 2015, he could have won that. He could have won that in 2015. If, if it wasn't for those stupid injuries that his, his, like, his uh, all-star teammates had, yeah, I, I would have gave him that title because it wasn't like it was a sweep either. What was it, 4-2 in 2015, his first year back in Cleveland? 2016 uh, was the miraculous comeback. Uh, the Cavs were up 2-1 as well. Cavs and then, up. yeah, exactly. So he, he could have won that one without putting an asterisk on and it. And the guy could have won 2011 as well. I don't, that, one, that one for me is the only blemish on his whole resume. Sure. The other finals losses, I don't care because he fucking fought valiantly. Yeah. I, just, I can't explain that one, but whatever. That's what I mean. I'm glad you can because you seem to always have the answers for everything, Sway. You always have the answers for everything. And George, I'm telling you, man, guys, I'm about to shit on this guy, but I only do it out of love. George is the only guy, well, one of like maybe two people that I know who makes subjective turn into objective. Like he makes his, he thinks his opinions are facts. <laughs> like, how, tell me, how did I do that? Tell me, tell me how I do that. You listen. I'm gonna once this episode comes out, I'll tell you then. You just gotta watch the damn thing, run the tape, okay? Because <laughs> no, no, because you're talking out of your ass, George. Yeah, it's like the Knicks tape, volume two over here. No, but listen to me, George. My opinion is Michael Jordan's better. Okay, it do, it doesn't need no documentary to solidify my opinion on that. Because even if he didn't release no damn documentary or docu series or whatever. That's I would cool. have still, that's where, but but that's where we have to agree to disagree, bro. Sure. That's it. And by the way, 2011 was horrendous. It really was. This is my only time that I'm going to completely shit on you and put a whole bag of shit in front of your door and and have you stomp on it while I light that shit on fire. Okay? Because what kind of elite superstar averages what 
17 the whole finals. And then there was that one crucial game where he had, what, four points in the, full, uh, in the fourth quarter? Is that what it was? Please uh, refresh in my memory. You see, once, once the numbers look bad, George's memory gets hazy. George is one hazy-ass guy, man. Perfect. That is not a hazy memory. That still haunts me to today, man, that fucking final. So, so George is really – okay, so basically it's the haunting. It's the embarrassment which prevents you from talking because George does not talk whenever, you know, his favorite gets put in his own fucking place. But you got to give all the credit to Dirk Nowitzki for that one because it's really Dirk Nowitzki and Jason Terry and everyone and whoever was fucking guarding LeBron James for – preventing him from scoring at an elite level, okay? And for playing great defense on the guy. They did not, like, miss threes. Like, Jason Kidd and, like, fucking, like, Jason Terry and Kidd were, All the were nailing games. every fucking three imaginable, bro. It was unbelievable, man. Like, bro, Jason yeah. Kidd was such a shit three-point shooter, too. Yes, and in 2K, he was also a horrible shooter. And even Jason Momoa was shooting threes, goddammit. All the Jasons in the world... We're hitting them threes, even from 40, for real, for real. But, but yeah, um, so, so now that you're telling me that the NBA, it's still a question mark. Well, if, I don't know, man. Like, no, but I check don't this out. Can know. Because ever since it's been announced, I'm hearing more and more players who are opting out of the league or that they're still 50-50 about it. Which I makes know, me that's think... That's what I'm scared about. Uh, let's just put it on the side for a while. Let's just cancel the whole fucking season. I don't care... Like, people are already talking shit about, oh, if the Lakers win, we're going to put an asterisk mark on LeBron's legacy again because, oh, it was one of those, you know, unfortunate, weird, uh, unpredictable seasons that we've had. And uh, there's just so many other uh, things. If anyone talks like that for any champion, I don't care if it's the, the Heat, the, the, Anybody, the, the right. fucking Sixers, the Bucks, the Lakers, the Clippers, don't put any asterisk. This has been a disgusting season because, number one – you are fucking stressed out for your health and the health of your of for your sure, children. For sure. Especially Florida is fucking now the epicenter of the world because all the fucking state governors wanted to open up early. They're already experiencing a second wave. Number three of this is um, that now they're going to condense so many games into a tight window. Number four, there's going to be times where you're playing back-to-back-to-back nights uh, with no fans, with barely any family around. This shit is going to be one of the hard. This counts as fucking two NBA finals, man. Fuck that, bro. No, which is man. Which is why they shouldn't do it at all. Because if you're going to go play and then you're going to have to get tested every single time and they shove a, like a 12-inch Q-tip up your nose before each game and then you're risking the Yo, health of your own gonna... immediate family, nah. By nah. the way, man, that's a fun experience, man. Did you do a test yet, George? No, 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 no. Hey, 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 knock on wood, bro. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx myself. It's a fun anymore. experience, bro. They shoved that motherfucker so far up. I felt them itching at the top of my sinuses, man. For crying out loud. Wait, did they get rid of your sinuses, dude? Like, did they, did they fix everything? So, so much for that surgery you did. <laughs> no, bro. It, it like it's pretty fucked. Uh... So you had to do you. You did. You did get tested like more than once. No, I did the test once. Yeah. And I did it because there was one day where I was 99% sure it was allergies, but I had a little bit of like a tickling in my, in like, like the back of my throat. And I said, nah, be fucked this shit. I ain't taking a chance. So I called up like Gatineau Public Health, which was awesome. They got me an appointment for the next hour. So Damn. I got off work at three. I said, guys, I got to go home. I got to go check this shit. I dipped from Rockland at three, and I and I was there at three fifty, bro. At three, I, I like almost an hour later, 
in and out under five minutes. I didn't have to touch it. I didn't do shit. It was so efficient. And it's right beside my house, man. So it's awesome. Oh, well, yo, bless up. And how long did it take to get the results? Exactly 48 hours. Like, like, like to the minute, dog. Like literally 48 minutes. Sorry, 48 eight, eight hours. So it was a Friday. Oh, I found it on a Sunday. But uh, yeah, man, it was all Oh, crazy. even Doris Burke had to wait like a whole week, man. Poor her. Like I heard her situation yeah, too a while back. Like, like everybody, I feel like maybe, like maybe you think it has something to do with you being in the front lines. Like, yo, uh, pharmacists get first come, not even a first I come, say, like hey, y'all get priority type shit. Well, I told them, I said, I should have it because I am a pharmacist. And if I do have it or it's early yeah, stage. Yeah, you're fucked, man. Like, I got to let all my staff know, all my patients know that I saw that day or the day before or whenever. So if let's say, you know, God forbid it happened because we don't want that to happen. But what would it, what happens when you go home? Like, does your family have to stay away from you? Like, how does that well, work? Well, yeah. So from the beginning, I was thinking about a contingency plan. So, so at work, I set up a, a contingency plan as well. So we're all wearing masks all the time. We right. have like face shields, gloves on. Uh, if you're feeling sick, you have to come to me, the manager right away. I got to assess and I have the right to demand you to stop working and go do a test. Right. Uh, if it were to happen at home, I would basically come downstairs in the basement here and live here for the two weeks. Oh, cause it is 14 days of quarantining, right? It yeah, is yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. like, it's good enough down here. I got a TV. I got my gym set. Like I can bring food down here. Thank God right. for that toilet too. God damn. Yeah, fuck, bro. I got man. I got a fucking disgusting toilet here. <laughs> George knows. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways. So that uh, would be it. Okay. Yeah. So it was my my plan, but thankfully, man, I think we're all doing well enough. I see all the numbers going like that. I'm encouraged, man. Inshallah. Listen, I, I, when I heard the numbers of the averages in Ottawa compared to, you know, like, the, the, yeah, or even worse, the, our, our neighbor country in the States and looking at those crazy numbers, like, we don't have shit compared to them. Even though, for me, anything above one per day, like a, a positive test, is already, is already too much. Because the fact that it's already more than one, is, it, it just makes me all paranoid. And I'm like, yo, just everybody stay the hell away from me. I already don't even like going to play. I, I hate going to the grocery store. Are you kidding me? I fucking hate now going there. It's worse because you got to come home and you got to clean everything like crazy. Oh, bro. Like, I've been doing that. Like, I, like that's why I ran out of the, the can because I sprayed the shit out of all my groceries. Now I have to use wipes. And and then I have to wash my veggies. I gotta watch my I gotta wash my fruits. I gotta wash my fruit of the looms, bro. But yeah, man, like uh, I'm 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 glad we're back into this shit. Like uh, I, at this point, I'm not I'm not really in no rush to to do it at a frequent rate. I, I mean, I just wanted to get our three months off because goddamn it, bro, it's been three goddamn months. It took my fucking birthday to hear back from your ass. I know you're gonna hit me with a rebuttal saying like, oh George, you dip from all of the groups, man. You a piece of shit, George. Like you, I'm socially distancing distancing from all of you, bro. I'm socially distancing from you, even digitally. Okay, even you this right now, it's ran its course. Are, I'm a noon ass motherfucker. That's why. Hey, man, you gotta love me for that, man, because that's just how I be. All right. It's okay, bro. Honestly, man, it was a pleasure. Uh, as soon as you want to do one, it's good, George. I have a great idea. I want to do like a series, like an interview series, okay? 
uh, like professionals. I want to talk to them and I want to ask them the hard hitting questions about their profession, whether it's lawyers, doctors, all the shit. And, oh, and like, like the behind the scene answers yeah, like that. You, yeah. The shit that like they're not supposed to disclose, but fuck it. It's our podcast slash. Yes, sir. So, but wait, hold on a second. Would you want to do that like one-on-one like the way I did our last episode? No, or no. It... Me and you talk to like each and every guest we have. Bro. Do you know any lawyers, bro? Are you in any? Uh, any our legal? number one we... fan. Our number one fan. She listens to all of our podcasts. She's my wife's best friend. Shout out to Ines Gavran. So, so, so Ines, listen right now. I'm giving bro, you a he- you, Ines. I want you on the pod, bro. So I'm giving you a heads up if you're watching, not listening, because finally you get to see our beautiful mugs and George's little, you know, super high fade that he has now. Uh, if George asks you the hard-hitting questions, I want you to give us hard-hitting answers. Don't beat around the bush, okay? No George Bush, okay? None of that shit. I want you to be as honest as you can. I mean, without, of course, incriminating yourself or anyone else, because we don't want you to lose your lawyer, your law license or your oh, job, right. well, that not matter. Sense. Because the thing is, is that that's literally what DJ Vlad does. He, he's not even interviewing people. He's interrogating them. <laughs> Have you ever watched a DJ Vlad interview? Yes, very extremely aggressive. Have you not noticed how some of these guys are reluctant to answer some questions or when they answer, Vlad they answer love. very... Vlad's love, bro. Meticulous, meticulously like they answer very very carefully or or you have the very polar opposite which is soldier boy who gives you all the details about how many guns he shot and how many rounds he busted in a dude's ass who, who came into his house if you haven't watched that one bro i i please i highly recommend it if if anything i should probably post it while we're doing this this podcast right now so so george i need to know in uh in advance are we doing uh our demon time pause are we doing our scary hour podcast all the time now or are, are we are we is it possible to do earlier times just in it case you don't fall honestly man it could be any time and it's even easier now because it's on zoom bro all i want to know is that's how you gotta end the pod bro you gotta i don't want to yell them and hit that shit george hit it <laughs> all right <laughs> Let's go. Let's fucking go, man. Let's just let's just crank it up like soldier real quick. All I wanna do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. All I wanna do is, alright, yo, two G's in a pod. We out.